your week ah welcome back to another episode of you know you love us i'm tyler and i'm hannah well welcome we oh my welcome to a very special astrology episode of you know you love us. Of you know, of you know you know us. It's going to be pretty great. We got this request and we love this request. Mm-hmm. Should we go house by house? Should we go like like uh, planet by planet? What do you think? Do you want to start with our big three? and then... Let's start with our big three. That's a great okay, idea. Cool. Yeah, you go first. Great. What are your big three, Tyler? Oh, oh. me? <laughs> Me? 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 Yeah, I can go first. That's fine. Okay, great. Get in um, there. Okay. Sun in Aries, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and rising in a Virgo. Moon mm. in Cancer. What are your big three? Sun in Leo. Uh-huh. Moon in Aquarius. Sag yes. rising. Nothing has ever made more sense. That all makes so much sense. Of double course, fire. you're double fire. You are of course and Aquarius. Yes, one hundred p. This yeah. is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I have a question. Do you have any stelliums in your chart, which means three um, or more of a sign? Oh wait, actually, I think I might. Hold on, Scorpio. Because I have many Virgo and many Capricorn stelliums. Which means I, like even mm-hmm. if those those signs aren't your big three, it means that the traits are very like present in your chart and thus like in you. Uh no, I don't have any like I have multiples. I don't have any more than three. I have um I have two Aries mm-hmm. and I have two Sages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. I have Virgo and Capricorn stelliums. Oh, that's cool. I know. Um, it's fun. I know. Wait, I want to look up Virgo. Okay, Virgo traits: humble, self-effacing, industrious, and practical. Frequently natural, kind, and sympathetic. Capricorns are perfectionist, hardworking, organized, relentless, and persistent. They will tell it like it is, but they are also honest, loyal, sensitive, and their own biggest critic. Wow, the Capricorn really makes sense. The Capricorn makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I uh, think it does. Yeah. Uh, um, my Mercury is in Pisces, mm. um, which the water makes a lot of sense to me. My Venus is also in Pisces. Ooh. Yeah. What? Do you know what all that means? So Mercury determines how you, um, how you like, it says communicate and co-star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you communicate, talk, and think, how you process information. And, and your Mercury's in Pisces, you said? Mm-hmm. So what does that mean for your communication style? It means, let's see. What do you say? Um, 
Yeah, meaning your intellect is emotionally driven, dreamy, a bit in the clouds, 100%. Your imagination and intuition keeps you open to other people's ideas. You're a good listener and you prefer face-to-face communication. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That all tracks. Like That's- emotionally driven. Yeah. I I, I know you identify hard as a Leo mm-hmm. and I, I do not identify as an Aries. Like it actually don't. It never feels honest to me. Interesting. They are impulsive, um, like quick to argue, Mm -hmm. selfish. um, Like they're real. Like they're like egotistical. And I'm like the 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 like. And I don't even think ego is like a bad word. But I'm like the Mm -hmm. ego of like. They're often, like, not productive. Like, they tend to be, like, you know, it's, like, they're procrastinators. And I'm, like, nothing could be less true. Like, yeah. I identify so hard as a Virgo. But mm-hmm. then but then the part of me that's, like, yes, Aries 100% is, like, loyal, like, f- well, fiercely loyal. Like, mm-hmm. will defend anyone you loved mm-hmm. for anything always. So, yeah, I don't know. I always think that's interesting, but that's my rising sign. I mean, you know, I'm like, and I know sometimes that happens where you just identify more with your rising sign, but yeah. Yeah. That's like what I think is so cool about birth charts in general is like, yes. you have such like a holistic view of like, it's who, wild. Like, I think so many people only know their son or their big yes. three, but then yeah. when you get into like the nitty gritty of like Ooh. the houses and yeah, your Mercury, your Venus, your North node. Ooh, what's your North node in? A North Note? I don't know North if I node. have Node? Yeah. Mm, Mars, Jupiter. I don't think I have that. Mm, okay. Well, this is something that you and listeners oh, should get okay. into because okay. your North Note is basically like what you're supposed to master in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so like my North Note is in Capricorn. So that's like my life lesson is that mm-hmm. I kind of need to like get into that like productive like working hard like organized like tap into that capricorn power to feel fulfilled in this lifetime oh mm-hmm. that's so interesting and for me primarily um shout out to lexi wilson she's amazing oh, she did my birth chart reading in 2020 do that mm-hmm. um she's so awesome follow her everyone but she also was like, it suggests that like, I need to heal my relationship with money because Capricorns are like famously very good with money. And like, I am not. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like fire signs tend to be like more wackadoo with money, I would say. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, we have, we have that fire. Yeah. That impulsiveness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like with my Aquarius moon, sometimes I get a little like spacey. Um, totally. But yeah, I my purpose in this lifetime is to learn how to embody the characteristics of the Capricorn. That means learning how to be focused and self-disciplined towards my passions, practicing Ooh. self-reliance and maturity, lol, embodying perseverance and composure, lol. Allow yourself to be ambitious, a conscious leader, a hard worker, independent, set your goals and actually make a plan to go for them. That is so hard for me. Be disciplined mm-hmm. and stick with your plans, be responsible and think things through before taking action. Hoo-wee. Wowza. Mm-hmm. Wow. And for anyone asking, no, I, I have not made any progress on the rom-com I'm working on. So That's, I'm not really honoring strike. my North Node right now. Listen, yeah. you're in a strike and like yeah. 
if all you've done is taking care of yourself, then that's enough. True. It's true. It's like true. everyone who was like, if you're not productive during COVID, you're fucking dead. Like, no. Okay. Like, I know. If you're just surviving, that's enough. Your entire mm -hmm. industry shut down for the second time in three years. Like, yep. no. You're doing mm -hmm. great, sweetie. Um, yeah. My, let's see, what's next? Venus, 10,000. Yeah. Um, sure. is in Pisces, which really tracks, I think. And your Venus um, is your attraction language. Uh, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. So what like, does that mean for how you? How and what you love. So, um, it indicates like how you express, uh, affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Um, I'm like very romantic, very sentimental, very dreamy, very gentle. That mm -hmm. all tracks a mm -hmm. lot. You have an endlessly deep well of compassion and love, but have trouble protecting yourselves in relationship. Read, that's the mm -hmm. T. And um, it's in your 10th house, meaning that for you, love is expressed in, ooh, also a read, goals, <gasps> success, and responsibilities, which is Whoa. the T. <laughs> Damn, that's interesting. My therapist also said to me, I guess this is, I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but um, we were talking about self-soothing and how I was like, you know, I just like, or she was like, what, yeah, like, what do you do to like self-soothe? Like, what, what are your, is your like self-care? Like, I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I like to sleep, you know, read, like go on a walk with my dog, whatever. And she was like, do you ever like really make time for that? I was like, no. And she was like, right. Cause I think you self-soothe or she was like, you self-soothe with activity. And I was like, yes. Damn, Marilyn. Okay. Yeah. Marilyn dragged you in that she moment. She really did. She did. Um, do you have your Venus on there? Ooh, yeah. My Venus is in Virgo. So um, it it's says, yeah, you have a discerning eye that knows what it's looking for. People in love with you may expect you to be more romantic because of your fiery Leo. But the truth is when you feel safe in your relationship, mm. you may not feel like you have to perform for them. True. Yes. You deeply yeah. value integrity and sincerity. This is really interesting to me. You, you're you often looking for a mature lover, someone who has taken the time to know themselves. What you're really mm. looking for is a conscious relationship, two people coming together with the intention of growth. For you, a mm. partnership is a journey of evolution in which each individual is continually committed to their individual self-improvement. And I think this is interesting because I mm. very recently was thinking about, um, oh yeah, you benefit from mutually committing to grow with your partner. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, you know, in Inside the Actor's Studio, when he would be like, what turns you on? What turns you yes. off? Yes. I realized recently. And we I should was, do that sometime. Also. I know we should. I know. I was just Wait. Oh, that's great. Okay. Try but like, try I more. was thinking about in my friendships primarily, I, the people, the friendships that I have like kept very close in adulthood are people who are continuously committed to self-improvement mm. because like, That's so awesome. am I. And like, yeah. I like people who like, like, I love all versions of my friends, even if they like went through a bad time, I loved them mm -hmm. then. But like, I'm just very turned on by people who are like constantly working on themselves and trying totally. to get better and trying to learn and trying to evolve. Not someone totally. who's going to stay the same from, you know, when they yeah. were 21 to when they're 40. Like uh, that right, just doesn't absolutely. interest me. Absolutely. Um, so that's, that makes sense to me that I would find that in a romantic partner and in my friendship. So too. Yeah. That's cool. <gasps> I love that. Mm -hmm. um, what's your, what's your Mars in? Gemini. This is how and where you create boundaries listeners. Wow. So what does your Mars in Gemini say about you? 
Um, so Mars is the planet of aggression. Mm-hmm. So it determines how, yeah, how you assert yourself, take energy. Uh, let's see. It says, I assert myself in a way that is quick, thoughtful, and heady. You push forward with a lot of energy, though sometimes without focus, 100%. It's in your first house, meaning you put a lot of energy into yourself and self-image. Also very true. Same. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that tracks. Yeah. I don't know. It do- that wasn't very clear, though. I'm like, that wasn't like particularly... I didn't think they break. They didn't do a great job breaking it down in terms of like how I, you know, how I actually assert myself. It felt a little vague. Is my note? Yeah, I feel like yeah, Gemini is such a spicy sign too. Like spicy. I want to know what that means. Um, I mean, definitely, I think it's from what I deduce from that is that quick, like reactive, and like heady, like mm-hmm. headstrong, which mm-hmm. I am very headstrong. But I also hate confrontation. So yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't a what Gemini like, because it's twins, it's like two yeah. sides of the same coin? So like, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like maybe on one hand, you like want to defend the things and people you care yes. about. But then on the other, you're like not hate that into it. confrontation. So you're 100%. trying to like balance the duality of that. Thank you, Hannah, author of CoStar. That was Duality. more. That was more. That was way clearer. Um, I love what is this your shit. Mars? I do too. I love this shit. My Mars is in Virgo, um, mm. and so it says you're a traveler by heart and need change and adventure. Are true. When I feel stagnant, I get oh, very yeah. bitter and upset. Yes. Yes. And so the fact that I can't <clears throat> afford to travel is really, it really gets to me. Yeah. Um, you will fight for your convictions when you believe in something you aren't afraid to defend it. You seek out experiences because you want to live a life that feels full. However, this can sometimes make you headstrong. Therefore, you have to learn that your way is not the only way to do things. <laughs> a read. You have a knack for being practical <laughs> and resourceful. Um, and yet at the same time you hold high standards, people often think having high standards means being picky, but it really means being discer- discerning. Why waste your time dancing around the issue when you are already certain about what you want? Thank you. The flip side of this is an unwavering perfectionism. This requires an overload of focus, which can lead to burnout. Ooh. Learning balance is the key. Hannah. Uh, there's a, that was a drag. That was yeah, a that good was drag. Mean. Yeah. Lexi. Yeah. Oh my God. There is a deep gift in mastering how to move with your intuition and remember that that most things are not worth the worry. And in turn, there can be a liberating feeling from letting go of control. Take solace in the fact that you've done all that you can do. This is a good place to be in. Wow. And you maybe become triggered when someone insults your intelligence, need for independence, or your ability to be systemic. Therefore, notice when this is happening. Walk away and take a moment to pause before you react when you're triggered. That was good. Oh, Oh, God, I got to get her to do mine. She's so awesome. That's Um, so good. I know. And she gives you like a handy dandy like PDF that you can revisit. So it's like I haven't looked at this in a while. So it's fun to get to go back to and be like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that's so cool. Yeah, I I do feel like if someone insults my intelligence, like, you know, when like, I'm sorry, I know none of us like Bethany anymore. But when like in that episode of Roni where John like comes in and talks about how like she plagiarized like skinny Mm -hmm. cow or whatever, and she gets really mad. She's like, don't fucking come for my business. Like, yeah. Not yeah. that I have like a billion dollar business, but, but I get really mad when I feel like patronized or insulted. Absolutely. Like, I, yeah. Hate like, that. Jupiter? Um, yeah, Jupiter. Mine is in Aries. Ooh, spicy. 
Yeah, it's one of the two social planets. It rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. It's also very philosophical. Since mine is an Aries, um, that means I grow and find understand understanding through action, velocity, forthrightness, and independence. 100% percent mm-hmm. love. I fucking love being independent. Mm-hmm. I, like, I cannot sit still. I, like, can... I love going forward. I hate also hate feeling stagnant. Yes, it's in my 11th house, meaning I find success through social status, including platonic and casual friendships, along with hopes, wishes, and dreams. Yeah, that all tracks. That feels good. That feels right. What about yours? That's so interesting. So yours is in Aries, mm-hmm. mine is in Leo. So it's like our Jupiter is in the same yeah. house as our sun, or in the same Ooh, sign as our sun. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's interesting. That is interesting. So she said to me that also, the, yeah, like in the realm of expansion, mm-hmm. this is also how I attract abundance. Mm-hmm. So like Ooh, the more cool. you that you are, the easier it is for you to attract your abundance. By following mm-hmm. your healthy impulses, you can start building a relationship with your inner muse one small step at a time. Again, you are meant to lead. You're meant to be intuitive, powerful, sensitive, sensual, and the first. So allow yourself to be seen. Um, you're meant to be creative and artistic. You're not trying to be one size fits all, but rather you'll be the happiest when you let your inner lion out. Trust her. <laughs> You're also well-suited for the movies, politics, advertising, PR. Also, your abundance is triggered when you listen to your own intuition. You may feel tempted to curate your behavior to fit the audience, but this blocks your abundance. They want to see you, not who they think you should be. Embrace your inner goddess lioness, and you'll find that your abundance becomes easier and easier for you. That's good. Yeah. That feels real to me because especially like recently with my content, like I was thinking about like when I took a step back from like not aspirational in 2020, which for those of you who are new around here, that was a podcast I did by myself. And I like took a step back because I was so overwhelmed by the idea of like being fully seen in that way where I was like, mm-hmm. if people hate the show, they hate me yeah. like or, and like getting yeah. reviews that are shitty and not having like a co-host to commiserate sucks. with about them and just being like, it oh, really wow, sucks. they just don't like me. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah. But I am at a point where I'm like, my content's not going to be for everyone, but I... Yeah. I'm proud of what I'm putting out and I feel like it's authentic. So like you could be the juiciest peach in the world, but someone's not going to like peaches. You know what I mean? So absolutely. Just got to stay the course. Keep putting that shit out there and say, I like bed. I like smut. I like poly D and get on or get out. Put that on a shirt. Yeah. Put it on a shirt. Yeah. And that's it. And that's the bet on that. Okay. And that's the bet on that. Hello. It would really never work out with me and Polly D because I love bed and I love sleep and I love going to bed early and he's like partying at 4 a.m. for a living. Yeah. He also seems, no offense, deeply ne- dumb. Nefarious. Nefarious? I was I just going to say using- dumb. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I'm using the word nefarious. Nefarious. Right. Oh. Wicked. Yes. Criminal. Yeah. He's... Okay. <laughs> That's giving him a lot of credit. It's giving him a lot of credit. Polly D is nefarious title. We're giving Polly D too much credit. It's so good. I have to write it down. False advertising. Polly D is not nefarious. He just might not be the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) I'm crying. I'm crying. Hannah, that's not true. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. You can do better. You already have. I love you a little more for you. Moving right along. <laughs> Saturn? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'll do okay. Sat. I'm going to do Saturn and Uranus. Um, okay. 
Saturn. Okay. That's the other social planet. Um, mm-hmm. It rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. My Saturn is in Sag, meaning mm-hmm. I struggle with restlessness, self-questioning, boredom, and bluntness. Bluntness, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but um, I overthink everything I say. How air, 1,000% restlessness, self-questioning, and boredom. Mm-hmm. Um It says it's in my seventh house, meaning you've had difficulties with close relationships and long-term partnerships. And I would also say that is factually untrue, but that's yeah. You have friendships from like when you were three. Yeah. And like, yeah, all my closest friends are from high school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then Uranus is also in Sag. That's why I wanted to do it together. So it stays in each sign for seven years, meaning it rules generation more than person, which is, I think, is super interesting. So Mm -hmm. it rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. Um, Since mine is in Sag, it means other generations are shocked by the boundaries your generations are pushing, correct? Along with your restlessness and criticism. Also correct. Because we're all restless. We're criticizing everyone. And we're pushing some damn bounds, okay? True. Um, it is in my eighth house, meaning that this manifests in in rebelling against dated expectations about darkness. Sure. Taboos. Of course. Rebirth. Yes. Sex and transformation. I said, sure. Sick. Yeah. Go off. (gasps) I don't have a ton of information on my Uranus. Mm -hmm. I do have Saturn and Aquarius in the second house of values and possessions. Okay. Yes, please. Yeah, this goes back to money. It suggests that you're very ambitious at acquiring material comforts and tend to make long-range financial plans. True. You may be Mm -hmm. cautious about long-term investments and want to consider all the options before you decide to do it. You're not the kind of girl who's going to fall for a get-rich-quick scheme. However, your Aquarius Mm -hmm. energy may sometimes push you to be careless with money, so be mindful of this. This is why I'm actively avoiding Target right now. Yeah, Don't go. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Or do an order pickup. Make them bring Mm -hmm. it to your car Mm -hmm. so you can't go inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for you money may not feel like it comes quickly true but when it does Mm -hmm. you have the potential to hold on to it more than other placements you may have to work for your money but the truth is you have the tenacity for it hardworking practical and persevere longer than others okay so that's a lot in money yeah saturn and aquarius makes sense because aquariuses are very like spacey head in the clouds like i care but i'm floating Mm -hmm. around yeah and it's hard to sort of feel grounded and focused sometimes and then my Uranus is in Capricorn, which I don't have a full write-up on that. But wait, what does Uranus mean again? Uh, Uranus is, I mean, it. it's like, it rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. It's like more about like your generation that you're in more so than you mm. specifically. Okay. Yeah. So Capricorn. Yeah. Hardworking, practical. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really Perfectionist. get that Perfectionist. Yeah. yeah. True, true, true. Um, the millennial well, plight. Yes. What about your Neptune? I have Neptune's- Neptune and Pluto left. That's all I have left in my Me too. chart. Okay, cool. What does Neptune represent? I don't have a write-up on that one, but I feel like I could put it together. Um, so it stays in each sign for around 14 years, meaning it mm-hmm. rules, again, a generation more than a person. It rules dreams, imagination, and the unconscious. Mine is in Capricorn. Meaning- so is mine. Oh, my God. Uh, I have meaning your entire generation finds inspiration through hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. And I was like, okay, but kind of LOL. I don't know that that's true. Um, And it's like, okay, boomer. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And it's in your eighth house, meaning that this manifests in my ideal. 
<laughs> verging on the unrealistic and impractical. Um, and I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. I think that's saying maybe overly optimistic views about the world. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. But that's a good way to live. See, mine's in the second house. The house is where is where things get confusing for me. Yeah. So I'm Neptune in and Cap in the second house. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. We'll have to have like Lexi on to just yeah, like talk about should. some of this Actually, stuff. Actually, that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. I would love to just have like okay. uh, an astrology kiki with her. And your Pluto, Pluto is in what? Scorpio. Same. <gasps> in in ah! the 12th house. Sixth. Oh. <gasps> Okay. Again, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh my God. But what does it say? It says um, Pluto stays in each sign for up to 30 years, meaning it rules uh, again. I, I hate that they keep saying a generation more than a person, but I'm like, okay. So it's uh, it rules power, intensity, obsession, and control. Your Pluto is in Scorpio, meaning your generation psyche is comparatively passionate, intense, serious, private, self-obsessed, LOL, and perceptive. It's in your sixth house, meaning you personally are transforming outdated approaches to day-to-day -day experiences of work routines and bodily health. Sure. Okay. Okay. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> Whatever that means. Whatever that means. But I love that our, I love that our Neptune and our Pluto are the same. That's cool. That's very cool. <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, yeah. I feel like just doing a sensible birth chart revisit is a good way to stay grounded because I, I remember- great. When I did this with Lexi in 2020, I was like, you know, we were all having an existential yes. crisis in 2020. And I was very much just like, who the fuck am I? And what am I doing? And what does it mean? Yeah. And I remember feeling I, like I had so much clarity when I got a birth chart reading and like dug deeper because I was like, yeah. oh, all these things about me that I thought were like weird or that I had to fix were yeah. literally like written in the stars the moment I was yeah. born. And so it's, it was kind of freeing because I was like, oh, I just have to embrace these traits because there's like amazing. only so much I can do. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I really want to do one with her. That's really Oh my cool. gosh. It's so fun. Also, like, do you ever like look at the picture of your birth chart? I realize listeners, this is not a visual medium, but mine is like mm -hmm. all on one side of the sky. Mine's like not. There's yeah. like one side that's totally not even acknowledged. Mine is acknowledged, but it's mostly all on this side. Isn't that interesting? Like it mostly it mostly go it goes from Libra to Aries, and like that's it. And then and then jumps over to Cancer, which is really interesting. It's so wild. Yeah, I love it. This is so fun. I'm so glad we did this. I know. Who among us doesn't want to talk about ourselves and our astrology? Like, it's just the funniest, girliest thing. Oh, it's so I shouldn't good. say girly. It's not gendered. But you know what yeah. I mean? It's like yeah. kikiing with the girlies. It's so fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to do a longer one with Lexi. That's a great idea. Tyler, is there anything else you want to add regarding your astrology? I don't think so. Except for that I really identify as a Virgo. <laughs> You're like... You're like the the chart may Sam and Aries son, but it, yeah, it just anytime I read anything like the horoscopes, anything, I'm always like, no. And then mm -hmm. I like read or like the birth book. I was like, that's not me. Mm -hmm. And then I'll like read anything about a Virgo. And I'm like, that's me. Yeah. So who you knows? do seem very Virgo-y. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's interesting being like a fire sign girly with I mean, like, because I yeah. I kind of feel the same way where I'm like, I 
proudly identify as a Leo as yes. a Leo does. But I also like yes. when I see all the Capricorn in my chart and the Virgo in my chart, that, that so also resonates sense. a lot. So it's like cool mm-hmm. to have a wider snapshot because then you're like, oh, these qualities that don't seem to align with my son are still like very prevalent totally. in my chart. So it makes sense that's that so you would true. identify more with like with, with Virgo the traits. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's yeah. so true. So true. Uh, that's- how fun. This is great. This is great. Tyler, where can our amazing listeners find you? (gasps) Y'all can find me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram or Tyler McMeredith on the TikToks. And if you're loving the pod, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. We would love that. (gasps) Hannah, where can our amazing listeners find you? Oh my gosh. Thanks, Tyler. Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. And if you can't get enough of us, check out patreon.com slash you know you love us for more bonus content. Well, well. See you next week, huh? Yeah. Yeah.